So this is where my other hashtag, no excuses comes in. You know, I'll tell people there's your nine to five and then there's your five to nine. You choose how you're gonna spend that. And if that's Netflixing all night, like then you're not gonna you know, develop your side hustle. Coming directly from the horseshoe crab capital of the world, get a leg up and get ready for the hydrant. And now the three-time Oscar-winning assistant gaffer, your host, Jim Cooper. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Hydrant. Victoria Peltier is with me today. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. For those that don't know, uh, Victoria is a corporate dynamo. She's a speaker, corporate executive. She's an author. She's a passionate networker, mother, wife, fitness fanatic. But the one thing that I saw that intrigued me that I don't think I've seen on anybody else's bio is that you are a multi-potentialite. <laughs> I love it that you picked that up, Jim. Yes. I even have that in my like email signature line. It prompts conversation. Uh, it means that I have a multitude of diverse passions and interests. I love the phrase. I mean, <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh, I love that. That's original. I really like that <laughs> a lot. So, Victoria is an author. She was a, a contributing author to Unstoppable Stories of Changemakers Who Dare to Make a Difference. And she has her own book, Influence Unleashed, Forging a Lasting Legacy Through Personal Branding. Now, in your background, you've been in the corporate world since for forever and ever and ever. You were a COO when you were 24 years old. You've been with big companies like Accenture and IBM and American Express over the past 20 plus years. This book sounds like a little bit of a shift away from your corporate experience into more of a personal branding, or am I misreading that whole thing? Uh, the, the two are very, they're interconnected, very okay. much so. In fact, I attribute a significant part of my own career success to having built a very strong personal brand. This is one of few times in my career where I'm in career transition and looking intentionally for a role I'm used to as a result of my brand being directly recruited. Uh, and so while I'm in transition and have some capacity, I decided to write the book. Um, I've been ranked, actually, when I was at IBM, LinkedIn ranked me as IBM's number one social seller worldwide, sort of their phrase for a strong personal brand. And so IBM had asked me to develop the training material um, and course for its other executives to, to learn a little bit more. And so as I've been in transition, spending more time on LinkedIn and seeing many people who are impacted, I find that so many are getting it wrong and or just falling short. So I decided to take my keynote talk and some of the coaching that I do in this arena to a book. One of the areas that you've been heavily involved in is the inclusion of people in corporate and in the boardroom, specifically women and the message that women could have it all. You could be an executive, a spouse, uh, and still have time for yourself. And also with the LGBTQ community, getting that side included and increasing the diversity in corporate. Having witnessed in corporate, because I spent a lot of years in corporate, that glass ceiling in full force, are we any closer to getting that glass ceiling even more shattered, or is this still an ongoing battle? 
It sadly, Jim, is an ongoing battle. The, the needle has moved for sure, but the reality is we're extremely far away from having boardrooms and workforces mirror the world that we live in. We came into, I'll, I'll be curious to see where we landed and we'll start here now in early 2024, but at the beginning of 2023, there were only 10% of the Fortune 500 companies represented by female CEOs. And there were only six black CEOs, one of which was a black woman who, who left her organization, so we're one less now. And that from a pay equity perspective, uh, we're only at 60, or sorry, it's gonna take 60 years to achieve parity in North America, 120 plus in some other parts of the world. So we still have so much further to go in not only, and so we're talking gender, that's a very easy one in which most companies can, can easily measure. Some of the other dynamics are self-disclosure, uh, but right. we just have a lot further to go, which is why I use my platform, my position with that comes, um, you know, some power uh, to try and advocate and see if we can't move the needle faster. I have to admit to a certain amount of my own bias and prejudice that I had to take a look at very closely, especially when I was in the corporate world. Because in my mind, and again, this is bad thinking on my part, I would see uh, one of the few women on the, the corporate side up up the ladder, and I think, oh, well, she's had all the breaks. She, she grew up with a silver spoon in her mouth and blah, 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 and that story that we can tell ourselves very easily. But you can't claim to that mold because your background has not been an easy one for you with all the circumstances that you had growing up. You got past all that. What was the one thing that really got you past all that and put you on this corporate path? I am. Um, I have this mantra and philosophy, and I sign a majority of my social media posts with hashtag unstoppable. Right. And that is the way I lead my life, Jim. I've chosen, and I use that word intentionally, I've chosen to be better than biology or the circumstance in which I was raised. And so that's become my why, if you will, the purpose uh, for me driving as hard as I have to be better than not only where I came from, but for me personally, now it's about being better today than I was yesterday. Right. And that is that is so important. And it's it's a wonderful message. And, and I just may repeat that over and over. And I love your your mantra. So that's that's great. So often these days we're hearing about, especially in social media, uh, the phrase that, you know, for women, you can't have it all. You know, you just don't have the the strength and energy to be to be in the corporate world and raise a family and, you know, be a wife and a mother and, and all that stuff where you are on the opposite side of that, where you're saying, yes, you can have it all. If you had to pick one, two or three tricks or secrets or ideas to give to women to say, hey, you can do this, but here's what you have to do. What would that be? So I, I do very much agree you can have it all, not always at the same time, and recognize that it comes with compromises. But in doing so, there's a couple of things that I would say to your listeners. The first is I'm a big believer that where, where there is conviction, there's capacity. So this is where my other hashtag no excuses comes in. You know, I'll tell people there's your nine to five, 
and then there's your five to nine. You choose how you're going to spend that. And if that's Netflixing all night, like then you're not going to, you know, develop your side hustle, for example. Now, and and then as parents, so for me, I made I made some choices. And that meant I did try when my children were younger to leave and be home to have dinner with them. But after bedtime, I went back on online and was working. And so that's how conviction and capacity, I, I managed those together. The other thing I would say is for the things that don't bring you personal or professional joy or value, you need to do one of three things. Say no, delegate, or outsource. And earlier in your career um, and confidence level, that might be hard to do, uh, but it's critical to being able to have it all. And it's so interesting that you, you say that because I was sitting here thinking when I started in the voiceover business, which is basically what I'm in about six years ago, you know, those were three things that I didn't feel I could do. I couldn't say no. I had to do everything and I couldn't outsource. I didn't have the money for it. And it's it's so key that you're saying that because it is very important. And the other side of that, how important was fitness, not just physical, but mental and dietary and all that to maintaining the energy to keep doing this? Very. In fact, it, for me, you described in my bio that I'm self-declared fitness fanatic. Uh, and for me, that's that's non-negotiable. I block my calendar early in the morning so no one books me for an early morning meeting. My physical felt uh, fitness makes me feel great. So then there's mental. And by the way, that, that, that time at the gym in the morning for me is the moment where I'm processing potentially the day before, I'm planning for the day ahead, I'm listening to the latest you know news because I won't necessarily be able to do that throughout the day. So that prepares me greatly. And then the other element of you know, fitness is the men mental side of it as well. And so I do think it's critically important to spend some time being very self-reflective and self-aware of how we're feeling in the emotions and how they impact the way we show up every day, you know, having an outlet for that, whether that be a professional, a psychologist, or it can be in my case, it's my poor husband and it's my best friend, you know, who have to hear me download. And many times for me, it's, I don't, I don't actually want any advice. I just want to get it out. And so figure out what works for you so that you're both from a physical and a mental perspective, ready to face the, you know, the day each day. And that is, that is key. Having, having somewhere where you can know that you can get it out and someone is just going to, to listen because that's all you really need at that point is just, here's, here's my stuff and we can chat about it later. But that's, that's a key thing. At least it has been in my world anyway. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you some of these silly questions and we'll we'll see where this goes and and cuz I never know. What song should play every time you walk into a room? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a hard one. I think I used to have an answer for this, but I can't recall what what I was saying, so I'm like, "Oh." Uh That's really hard. Uh, the, the first thing that comes to mind is Aerosmith's Walk This Way. Um, but I, I don't know great. if that's truly representative, but that that was what was right there. <laughs> Which is a great song. It's a good one to enter to. I like that. Yeah. What movie makes you laugh no matter how many times you've seen it? Hmm. I could tell you what makes me cry. Uh, what makes me laugh? Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, shoot. There was this movie and it's so not generally my genre at all. I'm not into like the super corny 
Uh, but they were, oh shoot, it was one with um, Dumb and Dumber. That's it. <laughs> it again, not my genre, and I don't know what headspace I was in when I first watched it. But like it, you know, they're taking the condiments and they're. Uh, anyways, that that one will make me laugh. I mean, need to be in the right mood for it, but it stupid, stupid, and stupid funny. You're not alone in that choice. I've had several people pick that one, so it's fine. What is your favorite word? I've used it here. Unstoppable. What pizza topping best represents you? Oh, um, probably. Well, there's one I use that people would go, ooh, which is pineapple because they can't believe I order Hawaiian pizza. But that's not the one I'd say would represent me. Probably like spicy pepperoni uh, in that. I am spicy and bold, um, but it's more filling than some others. You'd be surprised how many people go for pineapple pizza. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's becoming more and more the norm. What breed of dog would you be? Hmm. Uh, I would be a Labrador retriever. One in part because of size. Now I hit my height by the time I'm, I'm only five foot um, eight, but I hit my height by the time I was very young, like 10 or 11. I was taller than my teachers. Like I, so I have like this big person complex. So it's a <laughs> bigger dog. So I feel generally bigger. Um, I think when they need to, um, they will, they can defend and I've had, had them before, but they're also fiercely loyal, which right. I am. What sound or noise do you love? Well, I love music love love music of all kinds and so i'll if i'll constantly have something playing that's my soul is is music so i'm there what is your least favorite sound or noise <laughs> people chewing with their mouth open great <laughs> grates on me get it i get it <laughs> i used to work with someone like that i get it completely <laughs> If you were an ice cream flavor, what would you be? Hmm. Vanilla, because it goes with everything. Meaning toppings, you can swirl right. it with other things. You'd be the base and then you'd go from there. Okay, I get that. I get that. Passenger or driver? Driver. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, toilet paper, over or under? Oh, the right way, the way it was patented, over. <laughs> <laughs> it's surprising how militant people get about that. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Bananas or watermelon? Bananas. Book or Kindle? Oh, audio. Can I do that? Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> audio. Okay. Bewitched or I Dream of Genie? Bewitched. Although that is a little before my time, but I vaguely remember seeing it. And, uh, and I keep looking at that going, I really should update that because it's <laughs> my era, not most people. So cake or pie? Pie. Library or museum? Uh, museum. Texting or calling? Texting. <laughs> okay. Now we're going into uh, would you rather type questions. Which superpower would you rather have, invisibility or shape-shifting? Invisibility. Would you rather be able to breathe underwater or fly? Fly. Would you rather have unlimited international first-class airline tickets or never have to pay for food in restaurants? <laughs> first-class tickets. That doesn't surprise me either. 
<laughs> Would you rather give up your cell phone for a month or bathing for a month? Ooh. Ooh. That's a hard choice. I'm actually probably going to go with bathing. I, I think I would like have heart, heart palpitations without my phone for a month. <laughs> would you rather have to eat only liver for the rest of your life or be forced to watch an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians every day? Kardashians, for sure. It's amazing how liver just kills people with that. Mm -hmm. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Speak. No. Read. Read. That's hard. It is. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Would you rather have whatever you are thinking appear in a bubble above your head for everyone to read or have absolutely everything you do be live streamed for everyone to watch? I'd rather be live streamed. And I, I understand that <laughs> completely. <laughs> I'm good at filtering, but a bubble would not. No, no, no. See, some people take the, the evil side on that. It's like, well, I can control my thoughts so I can get people to do my bidding by what I put up in the bubble. So it depends on your point of view, I guess. <laughs> so thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank um, you. Um, it was fun. Oh, your new book. It's not even, the Kindle book is out and the, the paperback is just coming out like right now, right? One month from today, we're recording January 12th. So it'll be uh, February 12th um, okay. the, is the official publication date okay, so of all not, formats. Audio will be available as well. Do you do your own audio book? I do. Okay. Just stealing food out of my mouth. That's fine. It's okay. No problem. Because uh, <laughs> I, I narrate audio books. <laughs> That's cool. Influence Unleashed is the name of the book. Forging a lasting legacy through personal branding. Go get a copy in any format, whether it's Kindle, paperback, or audio. Um, again, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for watching and listening, and we'll see you again next time on The Hydrant. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us on The Hydrant. The Hydrant announcer is Allison Steele. For outstanding VO coaching and voice acting services, visit Allison at allisonsteele.com. That's Allison with a Y and Steele with no E at the end. Shoot me an email with any comments, questions, worthwhile recipes at bigdog at jimcoopervo.com. This episode copyright 2024 by Jim Cooper VO and Nat Landcore Audio, which is solely responsible for its content. No reproduction by writing, recording, reposting, smoke signals, AI voice loading, Morse code, or any other electronic or manual recording method known to man is allowed without prior written consent. Come back and play with us next week as the steady stream of outstanding guests continue at the Hydrant.